0: The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our epistle reading from from this past Sunday, the 11th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Romans chapter 8, verses 35 to 39, section in which the Apostle Paul tells us the confidence that we as believing children of God can have. neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. My dear friends in Christ, since we're safe, on God's side because we're more than conquerors in Christ well because of that Paul asked this question who shall separate us from the love of God love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword Paul is saying that as believers believers in Jesus our Savior No enemy can really harm us. No matter what that enemy may try to do to us, can't really hurt or harm us. Paul is saying that, well, in his life, he was looking ahead and he foresaw different tribulations coming for him because of the fact that he was a believing child of God. But he says, okay, I'm going to have these troubles, I'm going to have these problems, but none of those things can really separate me from the love of Christ. None of those things could separate Paul from the love of Christ. The troubles that Paul mentions here are probably not things that we really would foresee in the course of our lives. And largely that's just simply because of the religious freedom that we still enjoy in our country right now. But we still can expect expect troubles just like Paul expected troubles as he foresaw troubles in his life. Oh, the, the devil, he's always going to be out there trying to tempt us. The unbelieving world around us is always going to maybe even unwittingly trying to lure us away from God. And our own sinful flesh, it's always going after us. But maybe one of the biggest problems that we face in this life is, is the temptation to not stand up for Jesus. Because if we were to just kind of blend in in this life and not stand up for Jesus as Jesus wants us to, if we were to blend in and just go along with the general religious tone of the world today and, well, the general religious tone of the world today, the general belief that you do your best and God surely can't expect more than that from you and therefore you'll be okay. Or the belief that it really doesn't matter what you believe just so long as you're sincere in your faith that you believe in a God or in something and are a decent person. But that's not the way to heaven. That's not what the scriptures say. The only way to heaven is through faith in Jesus, our savior, faith in his sinless life and his innocent suffering and death for us on the cross. That's the only way to heaven. That's the only way to heaven. Believing in some sort of a general God or or belief system that doesn't include Jesus, that just doesn't work. Jesus said, He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent me. Paul then refers, quotes back to Psalm 44, which talks about persecution. He says, For your sake, for God's sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Believers in times before us had to fear death for their beliefs. They could possibly be executed or martyred for their faith. Yet they were more than conquerors in Christ because even if they lost their earthly life, well, losing their earthly life meant that then they had their eternal life. They had their eternal life. Today, we don't really think too much about the possibility of, of dying for what we believe but we always have to recognize that that day may come and the scriptures make it sound like that day may come and we may be as sheep to be slaughtered just for believing in Jesus but but Paul says I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Through faith, Paul could say that. He could have that confidence. And we too can be convinced, we can have that confidence that nothing can separate us from God's love as long as we continue to look in faith to our Savior. Jesus' death on the cross gives us the forgiveness that we need. The love of God comes to us so richly and such abundance in our lives. The Holy Spirit, he comes to us through God's word to to give us saving faith. So let's never say no thanks to what God wants to give to us. Let's never say no thanks to what God has done for us. Let's not reject that faith or think that that we're pretty good on our own and can handle things on our own without God. Paul, Paul told the Corinthian Christians, so if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. What he means is if we think we are standing firm on our own, without God, that we're doing pretty good on our own without God, then we better pre- prepare for a, a terrible fall. But we can be confident. We can know we're standing firm as long as we're looking to God for the help and the support that we need to stand firm. How can anyone or anything really hurt or harm the believing child of God. Oh, in a sense, we could say that we're a little bit like the superheroes in the movies or in the comic books that can have this force field around them. And when with that force field around them, when it's working strongly, bullets or bombs or laser beams and other things can be hurled their way and they're safe and secure. And in a sense, that's what God's love does for us. God's love and Jesus Christ, it keeps us safe and protected from all of the bombs and the laser beams that Satan, the unbelieving world, and our own sinful flesh would hurl our way to try to hurt or harm us. We're safe and protected in Jesus. Again, that says Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nothing can do that. Well, we'll still have our problems. We could be persecuted. We may, well, a person could potentially lose his job or his friends because of his faith. It could happen that we might even lose our lives for our faith. But those problems are really nothing when we know that God has our names written in the book of life see we are more than conquerors in Christ oh in the Olympics in professional or school sports a team or an individual may be the winner of a of a of a game or a contest or a meet, but sooner or later what's going to end up happening is that that person or that team is going to end up losing someone's going to end up defeating them but with God's believing team which by the grace of God we're on that's not possible it's not possible for God's team to lose Because the Holy Spirit has given us faith, so we know Jesus as our Savior from sin, we're on God's side that cannot possibly lose. No matter what our opponents, Satan, the unbelieving world, our sinful flesh, no matter what they may do, no enemy can really hurt or harm the believing child of God. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. Our loving Heavenly Father will take us, his believing children, to be home with him forever in heaven. No enemy can hurt or harm us. We are more than conquerors in Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us always to remember that we are safe on your side and that we are more than conquerors in Christ because of you. No enemy can really harm us. Keep us always close to your Son and to your word so that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. We pray in his name. Amen.